find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for answers and answers for POTS? You know, we need answers for POTS. Um, so many people suffer for with, with it. It's, it's unbelievable what, what they go through. You may be one of them, and you may have a mild rendition of it. You may have a serious rendition of it. Either way, this is the only health show here where the information doesn't come from medical interest groups, medical funding with strings attached, botched up research with the thumb on the scale, medical lobbyists' internal kickbacks, persuaded belief systems, which is sucked into every part of alternative and conventional medicine, private panels of influencers, health field payoffs, or trendy traps. The information here is pure. It comes untampered with from a clean source to me, higher source I call spirit of compassion. And that's very important to know about. And you're going to know that when we talk about POTS, why this has to be pure information and why it can't be agenda-driven information that's contaminated both conventionally and alternatively in the world out there. And I'm not talking about doctors. Doctors are the greatest thing in the world. And surgeons, sure, doctors, you know, the best thing ever you can do is, you know, you go to your doctor. When you see your doctor, whether it's a naturopath, functional medicine doctor, regular MD, specialist, immunologist, hematologist, oncologist, whoever it is, and then you stick your hand out and you just say, listen, thank you. I appreciate the fact that you dedicated your life to helping so many and being there for so many and day in and day out. And I really, I just really appreciate it. Just thank you. Thank you. Whether you're healing, whether you're working on healing, whether you just went to your first doctor, whether whatever it is, because, um, and same to the nurses and same to the nurses, actually, nurses are critically important for sure. I've known uh, hundreds and hundreds of them over the years and it's and, and you know, and, and listen, it's about the information we talk about on the show medical medium. If this is the first time that you've come to the medical medium show, um, what I mean by pure information, I mean this information hasn't been misguided by funding or something, you know, that's twisted it or something like that. For example, autoimmune, autoimmune. We're talking about POTS, right? And POTS is considered an autoimmune syndrome, autoimmune disease, autoimmune condition, right? That's what it's considered. Well, first of all, autoimmune isn't even right. The body attacking self isn't even right. And that contamination from that misguided theory that became law, that has poisoned, poisoned literally the medical systems, both alternative and conventional. And I, ha I had to write a chapter about it in the thyroid healing book. I just couldn't help myself. I had to. I had to because it's still that poisonous, toxic, and it's still – it's ruining people's lives in many ways. You don't think it is? Oh, it, it is. If you're new to this show and don't realize this, no, it is. Because if you think your body's destroying itself, creating your illness, causing your illness, attacking yourself, attacking your nervous system, whatever it's attacking, if you think that's what it's doing, that's not going to help you heal. 
it's going to kick you down a notch because it's wrong to begin with. It's not even correct. And, and if it was correct, it still would, it still would kick you down a notch. Of course it would, but it's not correct. It's not even real. We're going to talk about why and how it's not real and everything else. It's important to know the autoimmune great mistake. I call it the first great mistake of all time. The first great mistake. And you'll see in the thyroid healing book, you'll see there's a whole bunch of great mistakes that I, that I write about, that I clarify, that I rectify, that I clarify. Very important to know that. Very important to know because when you read them, you'll see, oh my God, this is a great mistake. Oh my God, I understand now. It's important to know for your healing because great mistakes that are corrupted, that roll the gamma in the health field, these great mistakes, they stop people from healing. They stop people from healing. Darn right. That's what they do. And if you don't know that, that's not good. You got to know that. It's important to know that. It's really important to know that. And autoimmune, the autoimmune theory, the great mistake of autoimmune, because it was created because me- the medical industry doesn't know what causes POTS. It doesn't know what causes lupus. It doesn't know what causes MS. It doesn't know what causes Hashimoto's. We know what causes those. But the thyroid healing book, I, I put it right out there. So the world will change so that you take the book and you tell somebody about it. So that you bump into somebody and like, look, you got to get this book because you need to know what's going on. Or here, borrow my book so that somebody else learns. And because, because the body attacking itself isn't, it isn't a, a, a fact. What's fact about it, it's a, it's a misguided theory that became law. That part is fact. But it, attacking the body is in fact. And it messes people up especially with POTS. That's why I have to talk about it a little bit. The autoimmune theory was being funded in the 1950s. This is when women were filing in like an army, like like filing in like soldiers that just came out of a war zone, a war zone. They were just fatigued, sick, couldn't function, migraines, Central nervous system disorders, brain fog, confusion, filing in left and right into doctor's offices out of nowhere, out of nowhere, ever before, like never before in history. In fact, never before in history, filing in, filing in. And they were filing into the doctor's offices with complaints that were all mystery. And because these women were mostly in their 40s and their 50s and they were all on that edge of the hormone change and everything, doctors said, well, doctors said, first of all, there was never ever changes in people. Before this, in 1945, 1950, before this, women who went through the change felt better. They felt better. They had more libido. They had less headaches. They had less problems. They had more energy. They could exercise more. They felt better. They lost weight. All these different things happened like that were all good. Then by 1945, it changed because there was a, something was simultaneously happening during the change. It had nothing to do with the change. There was a virus that incubated and had a shelf life of 40 years before it came out. And it was a virus, the early Epstein bars of 1900, 1890, 1892, 1889, 1901, 1905. That virus that exploded got into people, got into women very early on. 
and men, but it got into women, caused the first eruption of sickness that's never before been seen. First eruption of chronic illness symptoms. What did the medical industry do? They, they tried to sell it as a hormone thing. Of course they did because they were already developing hormones. Perfect timing. Oh, sinister, sinister timing. That's right. But you know what else developed? What else developed was, yeah, was a study, you know, looking for things. So there were some good-hearted doctors and they were looking for things. They're looking, well, they didn't think it was hormonal. So there was some good doctors that said, well, you know, this, we don't think this is hormone related. They couldn't find anything. They couldn't find a pathogen because they didn't know where to look and they didn't know how to look because they couldn't find a pathogen. They didn't understand pathogens. They still don't to this day. Why am I talking about this? Because I'm talking about POTS, pathogens, pathogens. Yes, we're going to talk about pathogens related to POTS. So these doctors were looking for pathogens, couldn't find any. But what they found was an antibody, which they claimed is an autoantibody. The body creating an autoantibody to attack itself, causing symptoms. In the 1950s, it got funded and became law. It was a theory. There was no evidence whatsoever that an antibody or autoantibody attacks anything. In fact, they couldn't even see that. It wasn't even humanly possible or visible. What a screw-up of all time. It became law. It was funded just like that. So back to the beginning of the show, it's like that thing I say at the very beginning. The information here is pure. It wasn't backed by trusted old grandfathered medical funding laws with strings attached and panels of influencers and think tanks. It wasn't – it's not that information. It's pure and it's clean and that's why you're here because you're going to learn about POTS today. So what happened was the theory of autoimmune was birthed and it became law and no one ever – went against it. No one ever went against it. That just assumed it was it. And then people who go to medical school, they just get taught whatever and they out they go. They just process them and stamp them out. Out you go. Out you go. Okay. You just graduated. Okay. You're good. Do your internship. Okay. Out you go. Yep. That's the theories. Okay. Here's all the bum theories. Here you go. That's how it was done. Still is. Right? When it comes down to these, but there's good stuff they learn in medical school, but they, you know where they learn most of their stuff. They learn it in practice when they wake up and they go to their first practice day and they're like, whoa, why is it so different? What are all these problems people have? They didn't even talk about this in medical school. Wait a minute. What, what's going on? And they got to learn and you got to go in the trenches and you got to learn. And the best medical doctors in the world do that. And then they, and then decide they want to get interested in something and go into a specialized field and they dive in and they can't get funding because the funding is corrupted because no one wants to know about what's really causing POTS. No one wants to know what's really causing POTS so these doctors can't get – these immunologists can't get funding. But if they want to play around with genes and autoimmune theories, they could get all the funding they want because that's the belief in the law. If they want to play around with genes, you know why doctors are going into genes so much? It's the only thing they can get funded for. How about that? How about them apples? How about them apples? Yeah. It's important to know. Someone said to me the other day, you've been doing a lot of ranting and raving about stuff. I said, yeah, it's critical for people to know because you're going to blame themselves. You're going to blame their health. They're going to blame their bodies breaking down. They're going to blame it on old theories and they're going to get hurt. 
And this person said, you know what? I didn't think about it that way. I go, that's because you're not suffering with pots. You're not suffering with something. That's why. You're feeling fine. You go to the golf course. You play golf. You feel fine. Okay, you got a little high blood pressure. You got a little bit of cholesterol. Doctors don't know why. I know why. It's because of your liver problem that they can't find. But you got nothing going on, so you just go play golf and you're okay. But so you don't you don't really like my ranting and raving because you know you, you're not in a bed. And then when you get up from your bed, you f- almost fall over and pass out, and you get dizzy and vertigo, and you can't exercise, and you can't go and live the life that you want to live right now. And you can, that's not your life. So you don't have pots. You're not dealing with something. You go out in a golf course. You go drive your car around all day long. You feel fine. Yeah, yeah, you take your high blood pressure medicine medicine because you don't want to quit eating all the wrong foods and you don't want to quit, you know, putting too much fat inside your liver, causing high, you know, high fat fat liver that's developing a pre 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 fatty liver doctors can't find yet, and that's what's causing your high cholesterol and high blood pressure. You don't want to eat better, but you know, you're doing great. So you don't want to hear my ranting and raving. But my ranting and raving, what it is, what it is. It's things that you have to understand. You need to know a little history so you don't just you don't destroy yourself with a bad theory and not heal. One of the ways you heal from POTS, just like you heal from other misguided, labeled illnesses, one of the ways you heal is knowing what's wrong, obviously, and what's causing it. The other thing is what to do for it, but also shed away and dispel the bull, the lies, the theories. That we're grandfathered in that get in your way. And that's the other piece of it. Darn right. That's the other piece of it I'm talking about. You better believe it. And, and this is critical to know. So here we are. We're going to get down to the bottom of what causes dysatomia. Dysautoatomia, sorry. We're going to get down to the bottom of uh, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. We got to get to the bottom of that. Dysautonomia comes in different shapes and sizes. It comes in different shapes and sizes, different different levels of dysautonomia, different little levels of it, different um, different you know extreme to mild, the whole bit. You might be suffering with it, and you're listening to the show. You might be suffering. And, and and struggling with it. It's a struggle for a lot of people. It's really difficult. I mean, you know, you know, and if you, you might have a loved one with it, you got to take care of your daughter with it. And it hits a lot of young women. Why? Why does it hit a lot of young women? Why? It does. Hits men too, but it hits a lot of young women. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. There's a lot of Epstein-Barr's. I said it, Epstein-Barr's. They get into women really young when they're young causing early monos that sometimes aren't even detected, mostly aren't even detected. They go to another phase and another stage, and they end up getting the nervous system inflamed, and it gets diagnosed as POTS. They get all the symptoms POTS. It's Epstein-Barr. The one thing I have to grant, the one thing I have to grant the medical industry with is they actually think there's a correlation with a viral issue. They don't know what kind of virus. They don't have a clue. They don't know what they're talking about as far as what looking for a virus. They don't know any of that. But I have to give them credit where credit is due. They affiliated Guillain Barre, sometimes lupus, and a viral condition 
into it a little bit. The big mistake is it's not the viral issue they hang their hat on. They hang the hat on the body attacking itself. Their big nasty mistake, negligent mistake by accident through default of being taught this by the system, by the industry. Their, their mistake is the great mistake of autoimmune and the body attacking itself. POTS is not the body attacking itself. But they do have one thing they caught on to is viral. There's a viral correlation. They don't know how, what, why, and I got to give them respect and I got to give them thankfulness and honor and, and, and glory to that. Glory be because they, they're figuring that out. But here's what's happening. You got a virus that's causing the problem that's attacking the body. Can I tell you the difference between knowing your body's not attacking itself versus a virus is let me tell you the difference. You got control back because we can stomp on a virus. We can kick the crap out of a virus over time. We can beat a virus down over time. We can beat it. We can beat it. We can do things like take lemon balm, which is Melissa. And Melissa doesn't take any crap at all. Melissa can kick the life out of a virus because she doesn't take it. She doesn't take any crap. She doesn't take any heat from anybody. You can't mess with her. That's one powerful herb. One powerful herb right there. You take lemon balm long enough and you just slowly squash and beat down that bully and beat down that bully and beat it down until it's down to the ground. Because when you know you got a bug causing a problem and you know your body is protecting you and not hurting you, you start turning around your pots over time. Darn right. That's the power of it. I had somebody say to me, I had a practitioner say, Practitioners said to me a while back, I remember it, I'll never forget it. They said, okay, so you're saying, you're saying, Anthony, that it's not the body attacking itself. You're saying it's a virus attacking the body. Wasn't that going to scare the person? I said, <laughs> I said, I'm going to tell you right now. Let's pretend you're the patient. And, and, and this practitioner's doctor said, okay, I'll pretend I'm the patient. I said, come on, seriously. Put your hat on, put your thinking cap on, become that patient, become that patient that you see. And he said, all right, all right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm the patient. I got these symptoms. I said, let's do more than that. You got these symptoms, which you can't feel because you don't really have them. I said to the doctor, I said, but you got these symptoms, but you got other things going on. You can't work anymore. So you got to give up your practice. He goes, oh, that's, that, that sucks. That's what he said to me. He said that word. So I'm not trying to say nasty words. He just said that word. And I said, yeah, you, you lost your practice because you can't work anymore. And he said, all right. Okay, okay. That, that, that hurts. I go, that hurts, huh? You don't, have any, you don't have any symptoms, I said. But that hurts, doesn't it? And he goes, yeah, yeah, that hurts. I guess, okay. And then, then people, they kind of think you're a hypochondriac too. So you got to you got to file for disability, and you got people that think you're a hypochondriac. You got to lean on other family members for help and financial help and everything else, and to get food and all kinds of other stuff. 
And he's thinking about all these things, and he goes, oh, my God. I go, yeah, th- th- this stuff hurts, doesn't it? He goes, yeah, yeah, it hurts. I'm really feeling it. I'm just, I feel for the people that go through serious pots and other, the other illnesses and you know, they have labels just like that, lupus and so forth and everything. And he goes, he goes, all right. I said, no, I, I want you to take this serious because I am, and I'm not liking this. I go, yeah, I know. I go, and then you have a relationship. The relationship is really difficult. Because you feel like, you know, you feel you feel kind of torn, the relationship you're in. Because you just you just don't feel good all the time. And you feel bad for your partner. And so he goes, oh, my God. Like, yeah, people go through this. This is real. And he goes, okay, 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 well, let's get to the point. I said, okay, well, here's the point. Okay? I just say I'm the doctor. Of course, I'm not a doctor. I never went to medical school. Everybody knows that. I'm not trying to be a doctor. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I'm the medical medium. I mean, it's, that's just what I am, whatever. And um, I go, you know, I go, I'm the doctor. He goes, okay, you're the doctor, Dr. Anthony. I go, yeah, just pretend I'm a doctor. He goes, okay, I'm pretending. Okay, I'm here. And and I said, Jack. And he said, what? I said, Jack, I have to tell you something. And he said, what? I said, your body is destroying itself. He goes, it is? I go, yeah, it's attacking itself. He goes, and he stopped. He was shocked for a second. He goes, oh, wait a minute. Oh, okay. No, I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I go, no, Jack. Jack, you got all these symptoms. You got pots. You got all these problems. And your body's attacking itself. And he goes, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. And that's what I tell people because that's an autoimmune. It's autoimmune. I go, yeah. I go, it's attacking itself. I go, how does that feel? He goes, uh, you know what? He said, it, it doesn't feel good. I get it. I know what you're trying to do. I said, all right, Jack, 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 Jack. Listen, your body's not attacking itself. I need to tell you the truth. He goes, all right, what's the truth? I go, you have a virus that's been in your system a long time. And that's what's causing problems and inflaming and attacking the body. He goes, all right. He goes, is there anything we can do? I go, of course there is. Why don't we go after the virus? He goes, you know, I got some good ideas to go after a virus too. I am a doctor. I'm not... A hundred percent alternative, but I'm partly alternative and I'm mostly, you know, an MD, regular conventional because, but I got some ideas. I go, yeah, we're going to go after the virus. He goes, that sounds amazing. He goes, his life changed. His life changed. He wasn't sick. We were just, we were playing the roles. His life changed from that. Then he went back and he started looking up the law of the autoimmune law. And then he was on the computer. And then he was sending me all this stuff and all these old documents of how it was just a theory and how they don't even know what that autoantibody's doing and antibody's doing. They have no clue. And he's sending me all this data on how it falls through your hands like sand. (laughs) Excuse me. I just drank a whole thing of celery juice. And, you know, he was literally like it fell through his fingers like sand. And he couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. It was just an old grandfathered funded idea that was a concept that's poisonous. And from there on out, everybody, he doesn't say the body's attacking itself. Never. He never, ever tells his patients. They file in. He never tells them their body's attacking itself. Ever. Again. That's right. That's right. 
Instead, he goes after pathogens. He goes after pathogens and he doesn't mess around. And one of his best friends now is Melissa, the girl that really doesn't take any crap. And she knows how to kickbox big time. And she kicks kickboxes Epstein Bar right down to the ground. And that's what Lemon Balm does. That's what Melissa does. And you know, and that's just one thing. That's just one thing we can do. The point is, is so it matters. So let's talk about pots. Let's talk about the whole thing. This autotomia is, um, is, is another theory, circulation to the nerve circulation, um, slow vein draw going up the body. Um, you get up too fast. Your heart races. But what's really happening, what's really happening, it's a viral condition 100%. It's a viral condition that sits inside the liver. It's a viral condition that's been sitting in the liver for a long time, producing, producing a tremendous amount of neurotoxins. Neurotoxins. POTS is a, neurotomic, uh, sorry, is a neurotoxin disorder. Chronic research with chronic illness, I and mean, chronic illness in science research, medical research and science research with chronic illness is so far behind. It's, it's, it can make someone depressed. You know, someone said to me, do you ever get depressed? I said, yeah, I do. I do get depressed. They're like, what? Anthony William gets depressed? What are you talking about? Yeah, I get depressed all the time. They're like, you need to do something for that. I go, yeah, I do. And they go, what? I go, I talk about what gets me depressed in my books and in, in, in the radio shows. They said, what are you talking about? I said, yeah, it's the fact that medical science, medical research is so far behind on chronic illness. It's the most depressing thing I've ever seen. It's, it saddens me deep in the heart, deep in the soul every single day. And it's, 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 it's that part I have to bear of it, of knowing how behind it is. It's so behind, it's maddening. It's so antiquity, it's maddening. It's so antiquity. It's so antique. That's just the newest experts today putting out books, meaning whether it's on thyroid or anything else. It's, it's, it's so sad to even see it. And that's the newest and what year are we in? Where it's still the body attacking itself. It's still misinformation. It's still theories. It's still – it's unbelievable. Everything and that, that – I mean and anything in any arena. And it, you know, natural medicine is great. It's just chronic illness is still behind. It's depressing. It's depressing. So with, when it comes down to POTS, what it is, it's a neurotoxic disorder. It's 100% neurotoxic related neurotoxins caused by the Epstein bar, the Epstein bar, one of the varieties that causes POTS, one of the varieties out of the 60 plus varieties that causes POTS. That is the cause. It's Epstein bar. And Epstein-Barr sits in the liver and produces a tremendous amount of neurotoxin. That neurotoxin floats around. It swells up the nerves so you can't exercise. It swells up the nerves so you get the brain fog. It swells up the nerves so you can't focus. It swells up the nerves so the heart works harder. The liver pushes the blood out, of the, out through the liver up to the heart making it as clean as it can. But when there's too many neurotoxins flooding the, flooding the bloodstream, the neurotoxins go into the heart and they tire the heart. They tire the heart. Heart palpitations are part of this. A gunk collects 
a debris collects in the mitral valve and other valves, creating different varieties of etopic heartbeat, ectopic heartbeat, and palps, heart palps. It's an Epstein-Barr-related symptom. The one thing I love, though, one thing that gives me hope is they at least realize that Guillaume Barre could have something even to do with POTS. Thank the Lord, because... And uh, I say that because Guillain-Barre is an Epstein-Barr illness. Guillain-Barre is Epstein-Barr. It's an Epstein-Barr illness. So someday, in my hopes and dreams, and in my heart, they're just going to override the stupidity, and it's going to come together. And we're going to know finally what's wrong with people so we can help more people than I can help every day. I'm just one guy. What if everybody knew the truth? (laughs) <laughs> things would change and maybe we could beat out the funding machine and all the nasty stuff behind it all. We can beat out that bureaucracy that's involved in the medical worlds, both alternative and conventional that just, you know, and the reason why they want us and you know what, they'll just throw pots right into genetics big time. If your Epstein bar came from your parents or if you're sensitive to Epstein bars because you happen to have a lot of mercury in your system and then your daughter, you know, has the Epstein Barr and and she has the mercury and she develops a symptom similar to POTS. You're gonna say it's genetic. That's an evil, evil machine. I talk about that more and more each day. More and more each day. The problem is, here's what's hard. When you put out the truth and people already invest their lives into the non-truth, they're going to fight for it. They're going to fight for it tooth and nail. They're going to fight for it, man, because they just put their work into it. So when this guy put his work and the funding and all the funding goes into some autoimmune theory that, st- that like I said, this Dr. Gaia know that Jack said that that's even a theory that they, didn't even, they never even proved the autoantibody. The autoantibody – is an antibody actually produced by the immune system to only go after one thing, the virus, never the body, the virus. So it's geared only to go after the Epstein-Barr and only the Epstein-Barr. But it needs help. It needs more than just that. We need the herbs. We need the nutrients. We need the foods to go after the Epstein-Barr too. We need to do a whole campaign against it. So back to what I was saying, when you invest into a non-truth like autoimmune or you write books about genes – because you're invested and you're, you're interested in these, these topics, so you write a whole book on it and you invest your life into it. It's, you can't just turn that off and go with the truth. You can't just say, oh, okay, wait a minute. All right, all right. You know, I can't – you can't put on the brakes. That's one of the problems. So when non-truth is out there to such a saturation and everybody's got all their money invested in their time, their books – you name it about autoimmune books left and right, and it's all wrong information. It's all autoimmune books by the piles out there, just by the truckloads, and they invest in that. You think they're going to just shut that down and, 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 and admit that they made a mistake even if they learn the truth? No, and this is why nothing gets done, and we just can't get there. But you know the truth, and we're going to work on that. We're going to work with that. So here's the deal. The deal is with POTS, it's about going after the Epstein-Barr virus. You can recover. I've recovered lots of people, and when I mean lots of people, over the decades, hundreds of people with POTS recovered them so they actually had their life back, so they can get out of bed and say, oh my God, I'm actually going to walk five miles. Can you believe that? I'm going to go walk five miles, and I, I'm going to feed myself in between it all, and I'm going to be able to do what I need to do. I'm going to go take a shower. People with POTS can't shower. It means it's, they, just, they, they lost a day. 
They lost a day in their life because they showered. That means they're dizzy. They're worn out. That means they're back in bed because of a shower. They lost a day. Can you imagine? Right? I'm sure some of you probably do imagine because you're going through it. You'll lose a day. And the reason why is because when that water hits your head, and nobody knows this. This is another This is another truth that just doesn't exist out there. I mean, nobody knows it. Nobody's, nobody knows that spirit knows. And here's what happens when the water hits the head. All the nerve endings, all the nerves that go up around the skull on the outside of the brain, they all hit the inside of the skull there, all these different nerve endings. Those nerve endings are filled with neurotoxins from being so viral so long, having the Epstein-Barr in your system so long. And those neurotoxins, those neurotoxins, they inflame those nerves. Those nerves become inflamed from the virus, from the viral uh, neurotoxins. It's not the body attacking itself. So when you have water hitting your head and it's hitting, it's hitting those nerves. And the vertigo could come, the dizziness, the imbalance. You get out of that shower, you're like, oh my God, let me just get to my, my couch or my bed. That was it for the day. You're lucky two hours later, you can get, you, if you're so weak, you can get up. That's, that's, that's a version of POTS. And the reason why the heartbeat raises when you get off the ground or you get off the bed and your heart jumps up 30 beats per minute just from standing up or 40 beats. But first of all, a heart jumps up for everybody, no matter who it is. If you are laying down and you get up, your heart's going to jump up a little bit anyway. But for people with POTS, it jumps up a lot higher. The reason why is the heart's working harder because of the amount of saturation of poison in the liver going into the bloodstream, going into the nerves, the nerves being inflamed and nerves being inflamed and the neurotoxins inflaming everything. It, it makes it hard. The heart, heart has to work harder. And then you take pots, somebody with pots, and you put them on an asinine, trendy Dumb diet. I know I say, you know, probably not the best thing sometimes. Yeah, I told Spirit when I was young that I can't change. I'm going to say stupid things once in a while. Spirit said, that's okay. As long as you got the information right. Spirit said, that's all right. I said, I'm also going to, you know, be sarcastic. And Spirit said, that's okay. If that's what you have to do, Anthony, to deal with this and survive this gift, that's what you have to do, this gift for the people to survive this information that's coming through. I said, yeah, I'm going to be sarcastic and I'm not going to be always, you know, I don't know. My words aren't going to be always so perfect. I'm not a scholar. I didn't go to Harvard. And, but what happens is when you put somebody with POTS on a diet that's trending, that's trying to fix everything out there, it's not a good thing. If you, when I'm talking about a diet that's trending, a low-carb diet, a low-carb diet, now, with POTS, you don't want to use a carb that could feed a virus. So you don't want to use chocolate cake to feed a virus. You know, lard inside the cake. You got lard in there. You got wheat gluten. You got preservatives. You got something in the fondant on the top of the cake. Fondant's made out of preservatives, dyes, and chemicals, natural flavorings, unnatural flavorings, preservatives, you name it. You got fondant on there. You know, I, I was actually over a family member's house and they had one of those shows on, one of those cake-making shows. So I think there's a couple of them out there. And they had one of these cake-making shows on there and I was watching it and they were, you know, they're playing around with tons and tons of fondant, you know, and they're doing, I don't even know if that's what you call it. And they're just, 
you know, and they're just doing all this kind of stuff in it. And, 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 I, and, I, and I said to Spirit, I said, hey, here's your favorite. Spirit says, I hate when you watch these shows. And I said, and Spirit doesn't say hate. Spirit says a different word in that. I'm just voicing out what, what the word equates to. And Spirit said, yeah. And, 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 you know, because of what's in those fondants, what's in the, and then what's in the cake, because it can feed, it can feed a virus like Epstein-Barr. Nobody knows that. Nobody even to this day, nobody knows viruses eat anything. That's only coming from spirit. And if you hear it out there, it came from me one way or another. And, you know, and the thing, it's always important to know that so you don't get sidetracked onto a whole different place of, of information that's also got misinformation just riddled in it. And anyway, the chocolate cake is a carb, bad carb. It's got bad fat in there, also bad carbohydrates in there. But these low-carb diets are a nightmare for somebody with POTS because people with POTS, their adrenals are tired. Their nervous system is, is in desperate need of glucose, which is sugar, which is carbs. Their liver can't handle fats. Their liver can't handle fats. I'm telling you right now, secrets. And, and you put them on a high-fat diet and take away all their carbs – it's like it, – it's bad for somebody with POTS. Of course, the good part about that diet is you're taking away the bad processed foods, the fried foods. You're taking away cheap sugar. You're taking away stuff like that, which does matter for somebody with POTS. But you also leave them without what they do need to heal, even if they experience better symptoms at first. In order to heal completely, they're going to have to have a carb. This is one of the great mistakes of alternative medicine right now is the low-carb trend train, which is – absolutely ridiculously wrong. So it's important to know this. That means fruit is an answer to someone recovering with POTS. Fruit is antiviral, antibacterial. Yes, it is. Whether anybody likes it or not, it is. And I'm going to tell you now, not just fruit, but you got the leafy greens, but that's not a carb. I get that. But the starchy vegetables are okay too. A little bit of potato. That's right. Sweet potatoes. That's right. Um, sweet potato, winter squash, once again, that's right. And these are really important for that. And you've got to keep the animal protein down. Somebody with POTS, you've got to minimize it. It's even good even to go off it completely with somebody with POTS. But you've got to minimize it. Y you do. If you really like it, you've still got to minimize it. You gotta make, because you've got to make room for these other foods that are antiviral, not because I don't like animal protein for somebody. It's because you want to get rid of these foods that are antiviral. And you never want to eat eggs with pots. And you never want to eat bacon with pots. You never want to eat dairy products with pots. These feed viruses. The bacon is so high in fat that it'll just wreak havoc. But the, the, the eggs, the dairy products will feed Epstein-Barr, the virus that causes POTS. It's not just that. It's the wheat gluten feeds Epstein-Barr. It's too much corn feeds Epstein-Barr, which is bad with POTS. Or any kind of dysautonomia. Any kind of dysautonomia. Seriously. And that's important to know. So we got to be careful. We got to be careful with the foods. One of the greatest things for pots ever is celery juice. Now, it's not a calorie. So if you drink a celery and don't have any calories, man, you're going to hit the wall. But when you drink celery, the mineral salts count for repairing the central nervous system in the brain for somebody with pots. I got to finish my celery juice right here and I got it in my hand. 
And um, I've been bringing my celery juice to the show a lot more, a lot more, meaning in my hand, like a fresh glass of it. I drink it in the morning. I don't do the show in the morning. I do the show, obviously, my time, you know, my time in the uh, afternoon over here in the U.S. And, you know, and, and but um, asking my assistant, can I have some celery juice now for the show? And... Um, because it reminds me of how powerful it is too, you know, of what it does. The mineral salts, subgroups of mineral salts, undiscovered by research and science. Because instead of putting, instead of putting five hundred million dollars into figuring out what's why celery is a miracle cure, you take five hundred million dollars and stick it into genes once more, so you can insult people and their hereditary traits. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Sick. But you know the celery. Reboots the central nervous system, but it's not enough. You need to have a sugar. You need to have glucose. See, the nervous system demands glucose, which is, guess what? A carbohydrate. That's right. That's right. That's right for those high-fat trending you know, people out there. High-fat, high-fat, high-fat. I get it. I get it. Listen, I get it. If someone who eats a regular standard American diet filled with all kinds of garbage, pizza, and everything else, they want to lose weight. They want to start getting in shape. They don't really have any illnesses that are serious or, or confining them. So they go to, they go to a, a grand scheme of a high-fat trending diet. They get rid of their processed food. They hop on the treadmill, and they start working out every day. They think they found the holy grail. I get it, and hey, I'm happy for them because I want them to quit the processed food in the garbage. But if they developed a health problem or had a real health problem behind it all, that's not going to be the answer in the end. They got to lower the animal fat, lower the high protein down, the fat down in the diet and raise the fruits and vegetables on the other end of it. And that's what's happening. You'll see some of the trending higher fat diets being more vegetables and they allow you more berries and more green apples because they're starting to realize that people are getting a little better the more of that you add in. And then when you add in most of it and you're getting majority of it, all the fruits and the vegetables and the green juices and lots, lots of those carbs that everybody's afraid of, you heal from neurological dysautonomia conditions like pots and so forth. And celery juice combined with a fruit like banana can actually heal somebody with pots. Banana kills Epstein-Barr and it restores the nervous system with somebody with pots. So then you can actually heal them. But bananas taken away. All the trending diets take it away out of ignorance, out of ignorance, due to a mistake that was made about 10 or 11 years ago from a popular, popular practitioner doctor who wanted to sell his fruit in a pill. So told everybody to stay away from the fruit itself, that it's cancer-causing. And it got through the it got through the web. It got through the system. But so I've recovered people with POTS to a full capacity where they're exercising, no symptoms whatsoever ever again. But putting them on Epstein anti antivirals, Epstein bar, anti Epstein bar viral herbs, supplements, and foods, and got them on the celery juices and banana smoothies every day. And got them enough calories through that, lowered their fats where they only had a few seeds or, or a little bit of avocado here and there, a little bit of coconut oil, and have recovered them from pots completely so they can then do what they want down the road. If they want to bring in more of this, if they want to bring in more salmon, they can bring in more salmon. They want to eat something else, they can eat it, and they get their life back. They knock their Epstein bar all the way down to the ground. And in book one, I got the Epstein bar chapter in there about Epstein bar. And the thyroid healing 
I really talk about Epstein Barr like I've never done in the history of anything I've ever done. And, um, yeah. So it's important to know that you got to, yeah, you keep the fats low. You got to do the antivirals. What do you need to do? A little bit of zinc. POTS is a tricky thing. When someone gets so weak, they can't handle taking anything or even eating things sometimes because it takes energy. It takes neurological energy to digest, neurological energy to eat, neurological energy to take any supplements. I understand. Take a little bit by a little bit. If you got a good practitioner, get some help. But you need to be on the right kind of B12. You need to be on the right kind of methylfolate. Just go to the directory that medicalmedium.com if you don't know, and you can you can show your practitioner the supplements that are just listed there so you know the right ones to take. I don't sell them. They're just there for you to know. And you can do a little bit of the B12, a little bit of the methylfolate, but lysine. I've seen lysine be a miracle for people with POTS, lysine, L-lysine, L-Y-S-I-N-E. I've seen it be a miracle for people. So L-lysine, I've seen a little bit of licorice root be life-changing for some people with POTS. The lemon balm, that's Melissa, I've seen that really be life-changing. I've seen a little bit of cat's claw be life-changing for people with POTS because it goes after Epstein-Barr. Vitamin C, if all else, and you can't do anything and you got POTS and you got a con- condition of some kind based around it, if you can just do vitamin C and only vitamin C, I'll be happy because vitamin C gets rid of the Epstein-Barr over time. It takes time if you've been in it too long. It's okay. You're going to get better. We can get you better. I've had people couldn't even get out of their bed. Their heart would go crazy. they get out of the bed. They could barely get enough energy to get to the bathroom and pee and then come back to bed and have recovered them. Spirit recovered them with the information. I can't give myself credit because it's, it's, it's spirit, bottom line. I have to always remember that. One time I uh, claimed it was all me. Spirit taught me a good lesson in the garden. I told you that story. It's in book one. Had the neighbor over. The neighbor was telling me how he doesn't understand how I knew what was wrong with the wife, his wife, how she couldn't walk for years. And Spirit said it was arsenic in their water and their well water and nobody knew. And, and, he, and he tested and the well water had some arsenic in it and... And then we did heavy metal detox to pull out the arsenic. And over time, she walked for the first time in a long, long, long time. And I was in the garden bragging. He said, how do you know these answers? How is it possible? How do you know you're not even a doctor? I said, I know everything. There's nothing I don't know. I know everything and never forget it. Never, ever forget it. I'll always be right. I'm right. Everybody's wrong and never forget it. I took two steps. I stepped on a rake, like a, one of those hoe rake things in the, in the garden. It flipped up backwards, smacked me in the face, and it knocked me clean out. I was out cold, 100% knocked out. I didn't even have time to see stars. That's how fast I was knocked out. As I was waking up, my neighbor was standing over me. He was just looking at me. I had some onions still in my hand that was pulling out of the garden. And Spirit then said, Remember this, I'm always right, you're always wrong. I'm always right, you're always wrong. And Spirit knows I'm not always wrong. I got my own ideas and I got my own thoughts and I could be right about something. But Spirit was making it clear. When it comes down to this, this part in my life, Spirit's always right and I was wrong. And I I learned a lesson, so I got to give Spirit credit because I don't want to step on another rake in the garden because I do like the garden whenever I get a chance once in a blue moon. Um, 
So listen, you take it one day at a time with POTS. You have to have faith, number one, the faith and the hope and the faith and the hope. And you also have to have the truth that your body's not attacking itself. You got a bug in you. It's been in there for a while. Big deal, meaning your symptoms are a big deal. I get it, but the bug isn't. You know, we knock it down. One thing I learned from spirit right from the beginning, and I'm going to tell you right now. One thing I learned from spirit right from the beginning is when you know what's wrong inside your body, your body kicks it up a notch. When you know it's a bug, your immune system knows it's a bug as well. It already knows it's a bug, your immune system. That's why it even creates an antibody to go after the bug, not to go after you to harm you or to hurt you ever. But it knows it's a bug. But when it knows, you know too. And the two things combine, the soul, the heart of someone, and the spirit of someone combines with the knowledge of knowing it's a virus you're going to squash and your body's squashing. Guess what happens? <clears throat> Guess what happens? Come on. Guess. I know some of you are, but not everybody is. Yeah, you win the battle. You destroy the virus. You knock it down. Your immune system gets even stronger. That's what happens. All of that and the above. And, uh, and never forget it. <laughs> never forget it. So cucumber juice is great too. You can do that. Look, do teas, herbal teas. Very helpful for, for pots. Any kind of herbal tea you like. You can do a little bit of golden seal for pots periodically. I do like that. That's not bad at all. You can do that. Um, and, and, and that's fine. And, but what I, like, what I like for pots is anything onion, if you can handle any kind of onion, any kind of like a chive or a little bit of a scallion, very helpful for pots. Um, eating every 45 minutes for pots is critical. Meaning something, eating something, snacking on something every 45 minutes, whether it's a banana and a celery stick, whether it's a handful of nuts and seeds and a celery stick, whether it's an apple, apple and a handful of seeds, whether it's apple, handful of hemp seeds, whether it's an apple and a cucumber, cucumber slices an apple, whether it's, you know, juice, if you can find some juice, whatever it is, eating every 45 minutes to an hour, snacking and grazing is critical for pots critical. Sitting up when you can. Sit up when you can. Walk when you can. It's never going to be perfect at the beginning. Take walks. One of the reasons it gets harder with POTS is because it's like kind of, it's very similar to other kinds of nervous system disorders because it's, it's neurological to Epstein-Barr related. What happens is you lose muscle and your body's not used to doing anything because you were inhibited, prohibited from doing anything. So, excuse me. So you were prohibited from doing anything. And what happened was, you know, it, it doesn't help. It kind of works against you. And that's perfectly fine because if you do too much, you're going to pay for it. I get it. You're not going to be able to do good function. You're going to be wiped out, taking a shower, wipes you out. Stand when you can, when you can walk a little bit when you can each day. It helps retrain the body while you're healing. If you can't do it, you do a little bit at a time. I, I knew somebody, all they could do is just draw. Draw. They could sit up for half an hour and draw, and then they had to go back down. Absolutely. But that sitting up and drawing for half an hour made a huge difference. It was the beginning of their healing process. And when you add everything else into it a little bit by little, you heal and you move forward. So, yeah. So that's where we are with POTS. We're coming to the end of the show. Check out the Instagram you know, with everybody's stories, check it out. And uh, Facebook, I'm on there fooling around all the time on Instagram. And I think somebody said, somebody said on Facebook one day, they said, is this really you? And I 
I typed back, yeah, it's me. What a heart, you know? Oh, well, here's what's really funny. Somebody said, this can't be Anthony. A guy said, this can't be Anthony on Facebook because Anthony would never do hearts. What are you kidding? I love doing the hearts. I love the hearts. Heart emojis. I love those. The red ones? Love those. I love those. And, you know, so on Facebook, that's what I do. I do the heart emojis. I do the happy faces. do other things, too. I'm on there. I'm in there. If you see I don't answer a really serious in-depth question, it's because I can't answer it because it would ta- I can't do a whole thesis. Some, some people, they ask me a question. I'm like, wow, I know what the answer is to that question, but it's going to take probably about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and it's going to probably take like a page, two, three pages of writing. And um, that's hard to do. It's hard to do. So just know that I'm there, though, and I try to answer questions that I can that seem to be brief enough. Um, it's hard for me to do a, a, a very, very long, you know, a very long whole thing, a thesis on an illness or a big chapter on an illness. It's hard. So I try to give you directions like go to this, go to this radio show, go to this, whatever. I try to do things like that. So listen, just know that I care. I stand behind you 100%. When I was given this gift, I thought it was for me, but it was originally intended for you 100%. Spirit taught me that. So the gift that was given to me is for you. Well, that's the whole point. I got your back. I'll keep on watching your back. We're going to do the next show and the next show. We're going to have a good time. Remember, half the battle, knowing what's wrong. The other half is knowing what to do. The rest will come together. And then shedding away the great mistakes. Get the thyroid healing book as soon as you can because I actually did a chapter on each great mistake, the important ones right now, that you need to know to shed away so you can heal 100% and eventually get there or heal or improve or, or get somewhere. With your health, anything that's critical and important, important. So make sure you get that the book and you check that out. So uh, have a good night and uh, take care. And I'll see you soon. I love you guys uh, a bunch. And um, bless your heart. Take care. Do some celery juice. Okay. Bye now. <laughs>